Hi folks, uh, welcome to another Alia graphic roundup, um, this time for the month of October in 2022. Uh, like to begin by uh, acknowledging um, that, um, and as a traditional group based across the land that we call Australia, um, we want to acknowledge the custodians throughout the land um, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Um, and I'd specifically like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the custodians of the land from where I'm speaking. Um, and I pay respect to the elders, past, present and future of all First Nations people across the land. Uh, I'm James. Uh, and as you probably know, if you've listened to these roundups before, I'm from the Melbourne Athenaeum Library. I'm the cataloging librarian there. Um, also done some uh, library teaching. Um, and yeah, and with me this month, we have Marissa. Hello. I have not joined as many of these sessions as you have, so <laughs> I don't have a set description of my current state of being. Oh, I am hoping to be <laughs> a librarian at one of the public library systems in the Melbourne area. And I am still learning the joys of cover letters. <laughs> well, uh, so good luck with the the job hunt. Um, Thank you. But uh, even if you're not currently in work, you're uh, you've proved to be very knowledgeable about graphic novel graphic novels and comics, um, both in libraries and generally, and especially manga. So, Which, that is a good segue into the news article I wanted to share for this month, actually. Yeah, well, um, I'm looking forward to this. There is a series that is doing the previously unthinkable combination of Marvel superhero lore with Japanese folklore and using a more Japanese folklore style of art for the illustrations. And I am super excited to see in February when it comes out. <laughs> so much waiting. I am looking forward to see this combination of X-Men Dark Phoenix Saga with the kind of art style I remember fondly from the Okami video games. Yeah, it looks like the art style. I'm I'm looking at a uh, thing at the cover now. It looks absolutely amazing. Um, so this is a Marvel comic telling the Marvel story, but doing it in in a way that's much more similar to manga. Yeah, is that? Am I getting that right? Mm, sort of. Um, it's actually fusing the Marvel storyline with elements of Japanese folklore. So the previous volume, which was called Iron Samurai, included the uh, Civil War. Yeah. That's Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and so the um, yeah, it has uh, the, the yokai, um, which is the 
uh, Japanese word for. Yeah. Okay. Supernatural creatures, I guess you could say. And there's a firebird within Japanese lore. And then we have Jean Grey as the phoenix. Yeah. So those are getting combined together, which is, it's so cool. Yeah. So that's, yeah, it sounds really interesting. And um, Peach Momoko is the is the creator. Yep. Um, Which and... that's kind of a fun name because <laughs> Momo is another word for peach. So this is Peach, the daughter of peaches. Nice. So yeah, so she's she's worked for um, done a few things with Marvel, but these that these are really her first uh, major um, just go for it things. I think from from what I can see. Yeah, the where Marvel's kind of gone. Um, you're really good. Yeah. Have at it. So yes, yeah, so that's that's really cool. Uh, much more interesting than my news, yeah. but might not not that my news isn't isn't useful. Just uh, less uh, less fun. Um, so my news is that um, librarian Sarah Smith on the blog the Graphic Library uh, has a post that went up. Uh, just uh, just last week, uh, that rounds up the American um, comic and graphic novel awards. So it covers the Harveys, the Hugos, the Eisners, and the um, Yalsa, the which is the graphic novels for teens. Um, so that came out um, last last week. That um, awards post and is just so useful for keeping it all all in the one spot so you're not having to find out where where the Harveys are listed at this point seeing as it's not up on the Harvey website yet at time of recording um and you know it's here along with the Eisners along with so you can um you can see that there and it's uh interesting um interesting blog generally um it's uh yeah about graphic novels um and news about library uh, you know the development of graphic novel section in libraries i see some that i have really enjoyed reading showing up on these award winner lists so way to go award givers of the us you have yeah yeah so like um yeah, you just look at the the nominations for for book of the year with the Good Asian, Ballad for Sophie, Crisis Zone, Department of Truth, uh, Far Sector, The Many Deaths of Layla Star, Lightfall, uh, Nice House on the Lake, Run, um, and Sisters of the Mist, and they're popping up everywhere. Like they're they're such great um, titles. Mm. I have not yet read all of them, but uh, the ones I have, I would read again. Um, and uh, probably will uh, at least. I'm just looking at least two of them, uh, just sitting on my shelf over there, ready for me to to take another look. Um, <laughs> and nice. some of the others that I've I've already had out of library or whatever. Um, but yeah, oh, so yeah. they're um, well worth looking at. 
um, check your uh, check your collection if you're missing any of the ones on here uh, on on this list, um, or uh, or to if you're missing any of the ones on the C AAA, so the Comic Arts Awards of Australia, close to home. Yet definitely one to to put in for your um for your acquisitions people. You know any of the winners, any of the the nominated, um, well worth um, uh, checking. So speaking of checking things, the new releases, things that came out this month that we may or may not already have in our hot little hands. Mine are currently cold because I don't have any of the things that I really want to read because I haven't asked the local libraries to get them yet, but soon. So do you want to talk about yours first? Yep. Okay. So I've got uh, two this month that are that are looking um, that are looking interesting. The first one is first there was Chaos, which is by Joel Pretty, and from Uncivilized Books. This is going through. Um, so the subtitle is Hesiod's Story of Creation, um, and this is going through the stories from. Greek myths about the uh, primordials that um, the forces that preceded the Olympian gods. So before the Olympians, there were the Titans. Before the Titans, there was another one, another um, group called the primordials. And this is where you hear about the absolute basic um, things of creation. The the primordials are where the um, sky is is given as a as a all-encompassing dome over over the the over our heads that's and the earth itself rather than a god of this aspect of the earth or whatever these these primordial forces that were the uh creation and um, this and his... aspect of the the greco-roman mythology doesn't really get as much attention it doesn't no so this is um a really interesting thing and he's um uh taken it from taken it from that and framed it through the story of a poet struggling with the act of creation okay. so taking uh this is um taking this story from the um Formless chaos and what came from there to the birth of the first Olympian, okay. who um, so that that section of Greek mythology is being um, uh, retold and it's um, yet yeah, based on Hesiod's Theogony. Theogony, Theogony. I'm not sure how to say that word. Um, I'm guessing it's uh, probably Theogony, and so that's one of the two. And the other one, which I'm uh, really looking forward to reading. Um, is Lore Olympus Volume 3. So we had Lore Olympus Volume 2 come out earlier this year, and Lore Olympus Volume 1 came out at the end of last year. I think it was December 2021. Um, so this is a very popular webcomic, um, which was through Webtoons, I want to yes. say. and um, pretty much any time the series is not on some form of hiatus, it's regularly in the top five... Yeah, most popular best, you know, on the platform. most popular on um yeah um best rated most popular all of this sort of stuff yeah. on the platform um 
So, yeah, we've got the third one of Law Olympus coming out. The first two physical copies have, have shown that they've been doing as well as the um, online um, stuff. So um, going really well. And it's, yeah, um, really looking forward to, to the third one, to reading the third one um, in in book form. Um, so yeah, it's been a good year for uh, for um, the the Greek uh, mythology because uh, we've had that we've had um, all of this. We've also had um, the uh, Alexander Alexander the Servant and the Water of the Li- of Life um, webcomic, um, and has become a uh, Kickstarter for a um, hard copy oh, nice. um, versions. And of course, this is by. Um, uh, Ramina Yi, um, Australian uh, creator. Ooh. So, yeah, I think we had her on our um, creative chats earlier this year too. Mm. I think. So, yeah. Nice. So they're my picks. Um, first, there was Chaos by Joel Pretty from Uncivilized Books and Laura Olympus Volume Three by Rachel Smythe through Del Rey Books. Well. I am going to be a manga fangirl this month, yet again, partly because you stole Laura Olympus from me, (laughs) Uh, and partly because Seven Seas has some amazing cat-related content that came out during the month of October. So we've got two new series by the same creator, actually. Uh, we've got yokai cats, so supernatural kitties that might be ghostly, maybe more like demons, all kinds of all kinds of mischief, even more mischief than a regular cat can get up to. And then it's a lot of mischief. Oh yes, so much. And then the same creator, Pandania has also started another series called The Evil Secret Society of Cats. Based on the title and the cover of the book alone, I want all of them, without having to read any previews beyond the title and seeing the art style, I want them. And in other cat-related content... From the same publisher, Seven Seas, there is a an ongoing series called Cat Massage Therapy by the creator Haru Hisakawa. And it takes the idea of cats being good at massage from that cats making biscuits motion. And it, and it turns into cats running a massage therapy uh, clinic, I guess you could say. And as of this third volume, some drama has unfolded because they have competition next door with another massage therapy clinic being run by dogs. So it's cats versus dogs. And it's it also looks to be absolutely marvelous. So I'm... I am hopeful that I can get to these books to read them because they sound fantastic. Yes, and I like that. Yep. And I like that uh, cat massage therapy is has been um, described as poorly cute. Yes. 
indeed. So did we want to talk about things we've actually been reading or? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So I think uh, I've been reading um, this month. I've been looking back over some of the stuff that I've been meaning to read and came across uh, the Worlds of Aldebaran series, um, which is a set. It's a science fiction okay. series. Or in fact, kind of a set oh, yeah, of series. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, it's from Brazilian French Brazilian creator who's or Brazilian who's moved to France and became a creator. Um, so they're in the um, okay. BD style, and um, uh, the creators Leo, um, and I've been reading them through Cinebook. So the the Worlds of Elderburn series. Um, I've read so far Elderburn. Beetlejuice and Antares. Um, currently, there's also Survivors and Return to Aldebaran. Um, and then a final one that's nep called Neptune, which hasn't been translated into English yet. So hopefully that'll happen uh, before too long. So does that mean that it's the original version is in French and then it's translated to English? The original version is in French okay. for all of these and it's translated to English. Um, yeah, so uh, I think Elderbaran, Beetlejuice, and Antares are all six um, editions, six, six volumes, um, okay. volumes. Um, then Survivors is five, Return to Elderbaran is three, okay. um, and I'm not sure how many Neptune is. But yeah, I've been really enjoying them. Um, it's one, they're ones that I've been meaning to to read for quite a while um and i quite like um leo's uh storytelling style and and the way that he uses um science fiction to to tell the um to tell very current stories um so yeah um that's what i've been reading nice what about you I have not been reading as much manga, graphic novel, etc. content other than single chapters of webtoons, but I did read two middle grade novels that I think would make for some pretty fantastic graphic novels if someone artistically creative could work together with the writer to make a graphic novel version happen. I think they would probably both jump off the shelves. Because there's one story, um, which is the first in a new series called Marvelers uh, by Danielle Clayton, who is probably a bit better known for her young adult series, The Bells. And in this Marvelers series, it looks at different ways that magic could be used. So it's it's one of those So you've read Harry Potter and you'd like other forms of magic boarding schools in your life type series. And it goes above and beyond in the world building. Talking about conjure magic versus marvelous magic and different cultures around the world figuring out how to 
combine their traditions or live alongside each other. Uh, so sort of the ones that um, that has different cultures use magic differently rather than it being a homogenous thing that yes. everyone uses the same. Well, it's good. Exactly. I always I like when stories do that. Yes. And it's also cool that they've got the the historical background differences. The main character is the first um attendee for this school that is from a conjurer music or magic background which is the character herself is from new orleans and had the conjurer style is connected to a lot of the african traditional magic usage and ways that the culture had to adapt as people were brought forcibly over to the uh over to the tropics and to the US for slave trade and so forth but the way that they talk about how their magic is different and how it's had to adapt and the parallels with other kinds of our regular history it's really cool yeah it's amazing and yeah just the descriptions make it seem like it would be something fantastic to see as a graphic novel so that you can see the floating cities and the magical star-based postal service and all kinds of fun things like that i'm just looking at the cover image now and it looks like I, I could see that being the same sort of style as um, oh, Far Sector or one of those comics. So mm-hmm. um, now I'm going to have to look up the, the, who the um, artist was on that one. Yeah. But yeah, just there are there are a few illustrations inside the book at, you know, specific chapter beginnings and things like that. And just based off the written descriptions and those little kind of thumbnail sketch kind of things it's got great potential to become visual. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Jamal Campbell, that's the one that I was thinking of, who also did Naomi. Okay. His, his art was, um, yeah, I could, I could definitely see it being, being done like that. I mean, I'd also love for the Akata witch series to become some form of graphic novel as well, but. Yeah. Any creators who are listening? Uh, there you go. Two series to a, you know, you've got at least um, at least two buyers. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going um, to guess that there would be a lot more considering how popular other so. works from those creators are in novel mm. form. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I would. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's it for for the news uh, this month. Um, but before we go, um, there are some upcoming events um, that we need to uh, definitely need to let you know about. Um, for those in Melbourne, uh, don't miss out on the uh, Glamorous Picnic. So that's Glamour as in G-L-A-M-R, uh, which uh, will be on November the 27th. Um, Alia Graphics working uh, with whole heap of Alia groups, including Alia Vic um, and Amaga, um, ASA, so it's the Australian Society of 
archivists or Archivist Society of Australia, I'm not sure which um, which way they say it, um, and the New Cardigans. Um, so all of those groups um, will be getting together down um, at Albert Park Lake on the 27th for a kind of end of year um, uh, get together. Um, so if you're in if you're in Melbourne, if you're in um, or anywhere in Victoria close enough to come down, um, please do. Uh, love to love to see you there, and there will definitely be um, some people from Alia Ali Graphic there. The other thing we need to tell you about is the upcoming webinar that we have on November the 30th, which will be at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. So that makes it, I think it's nine uh, in Australian Western Standard Time um, and somewhere between that for the people in the middle. Um, I think it's, it's either half an hour or an hour and a half behind, depending on if it's South Australia or Northern Territory, I think, but I'm not 100% sure on that. And there will um, be several fantastic speakers. There will. Uh, so there's Gillian Roods, who will be speaking about um, manga in libraries. Um, Gabby Cundy, who will be talking about um, uh, school libraries and and um, comics and graphic novels. And there'll be Campbell White and Elizabeth Maruffo of Milktooth Studios. Um, and they'll be talking about... Um, uh, I think they'll be talking about what they're doing with Milktooth um, and how how that relates to um, or how libraries can can um, do stuff with that. So yeah, nice. should be a really interesting thing. So um, it'll be a webinar, as I said. Um, so check our blog for deets and to, to details and to register. And yeah, that's it. Have a wonderful month and keep reading. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk to you again next month. Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Alia Graphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com, for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.